You know, sometimes when I think to myself, how long I've been really doing this shit. I'm countless nights I used to stay up early days, you know what I'm saying? Four in the morning, five in the morning, six in the morning. And the end goal was always the same. Be better than I was yesterday. Let's get it. Every single day, I gotta keep myself from going straight up off the deep end. Pussy niggas talking, I can give a fuck what he said. Martin, yeah, I spared him, shit is funny, I be laughing. Bad account money, like a motherfucking addict, ho. Yeah, I'm in rare form. Study my opponents like I'm Brian Brian. When it come to music, bitch, it won't stop. Yeah, when it come to music, bitch, it won't stop. I do this for my mom, working two jobs, seven days out of the week. I got different hustles, what you thought? Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. I'm here with former co-host, Jay Boogie. Everybody, welcome back, Jay Boogie. And we got Big Kev over here to my left side. Yo. How you doing? First time on the podcast. I'm glad to have you. Appreciate it. This is actually the first time you getting us on right. So shout out to you. Shout out to Rachel. I appreciate you guys more than you probably think. But uh, this week is the AFC East. We've done... NFC West, NFC you know South. We got in the AFC South. Like it's been fun. However, this division to me is like okay. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in here. And there's a clear winner to me. But at the same time, I think that the teams that are surrounding and, and fighting for the spot have a have a fair case. Not all of them. <laughs> there's one team that that you know fighting for third, like you just said. But, <laughs> Um, and that's what you'll be representing. You're a Jets fan, so shout out to you because that yes. takes a lot as a human. We're loyal to endure such Knicks, Jets, well, I'm, Knicks and Giants, I'm Mets heat, and Yankees. Heat, that's how you do Heat fan. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I was trying to. Yeah. Hard, but nah. can't <laughs> so do, shout out to you as far as being a Heat fan. He's a fellow Heat fan. He's also a Dolphins fan. If you can't tell. Yeah. No. I saw. Yeah, he wore that in it's your terrible. Face. You. Sh- Y'all should have had like. I tried to keep it sure. neutral. I tried to keep it neutral. <laughs> I told you he doesn't play fair though. He has the one up because he's been here before, so you'll get used to things and and you'll 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 learn. So, Patriots. We're gonna start off with the Patriots, right? Last year they had an exciting season with the rookie Mac Jones, um, first time without Tom Brady in twenty years or whatever the case was, nineteen eighteen. Um, Bill Belichick still under the helm. They still had a Josh McDaniels who they lost and. Uh, Mac Jones took them to 10 and 7, right? They got back in the playoffs. And Bill Belichick, in his 22nd season, they started 2 and 4, and then they won the next 8 of 11, right? So we saw flashes of defense stepping up when they had to. We saw flashes of Mac Jones, uh, candidate for rookie of the year, right? And then there was like a reality check as well with that. And the first game of the season, if I'm not mistaken, was against the Dolphins. Two will beat Mac Jones in his in his rookie debut. He got swept by the Dolphins. So, right? I, yeah. yeah, okay. First, yeah, first time. I don't know how long. There's things have changed, is what I'm saying. Things have changed, and whether that's because they got Mac Jones or y'all have Tua, we'll, we'll see this year what that was about. Because you guys have a chance to sweep them this year with the more exciting team and talented roster, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, it last last oh, year last was year. in New England. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they had a embarrassing loss to end their season in Buffalo, forty-seven seventeen. Which you, got, you got to I, throw the ball in the playoffs. And by the way, I just made eye contact with my co-producer over there, and I didn't shout him out. He's sitting back there, so shout out to him because he's always uh, a big help. So 
ending the season, like I said, to Buffalo, 47-17. Beating Buffalo the game before that that they played, not literally week before, but they played in late in the season, and it was a, it was a rainy game, right? Um, Mac Jones threw three pass attempts, and the Patriots ran for over 180 yards and beat the Bills and shunned them, really, because the Bills have two losses on their calendar that were like, you know, we'll talk about the 9-6 loss versus Jacksonville for the Bills, but this Patriots loss during the regular season was another one that hurt them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mac Jones threw for 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions with a 67 completion percentage. Not bad for a rookie, right? <laughs> Not too shabby. Almost throw for four thousand yards. Pretty accurate was what matters. With their best wide receiver at the time, you can argue Nikhil Harry. Psych. But you know Jacoby Myers over there. It, it wasn't a lot, is what I'm saying. Philip Dorsett. Um, they bring in uh, Devonte Parker mm-hmm. this year. So, how do you feel about that? I just wanted to let him go for a while. <laughs> you were definitely on that train, right? Yeah. Problem is the best ability is availability. We've seen that multiple times, and he just can't stay healthy. He never played. I don't think he ever played double digit games. And yeah, he has talent. We see him go up and grab the ball at the high point. His high point catch is really great. Um, he's actually a pretty good route runner. And but the, like I said, the problem is just can't stay healthy. He, d- he so, didn't play a lot. That's yeah. true. And what's sad about it was you mentioned the talent, but. Him being a first-round pick out of Louisville, like, we remember what he was doing there with um, – that was before – that was right after Bridgewater left. Was that? I think it was. I think that was right after Bridgewater left. Well, we saw what he was doing and, and the talent that he had and the athleticism with the speed and the height. That combination of, like, that DK Metcalf could be before a DK Metcalf could have been Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Miami, sometimes your career doesn't pan out the way – You'd hope it to. That's just kind of how things go. I hope that he can, um, you know, find success in New England. He has a good quarterback. They have a good system around him. And the defense, right? The defense keeps the offense off the field more. And when you're the Dolphins and you have to, you know, be on that field trying to score, trying to score, you're going to get hurt. You see Will Fuller last year. You see uh, Tua got hurt. You know what I mean? And your offensive line, not not as good as it could be, which you guys shaped out this year. Um but back to the Patriots, we'll talk about some key additions and losses. I mean, a big loss to their defense, J.C. Jackson, arguably the best corner last year, statistically. Yeah. And then they brought in uh, Malcolm Butler, brought him back and just lost him and to the J- IR. Yeah, I was going to say, they just put him on the IR, which is crazy. Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, both gone, right? And those were, they're not, you know, they're getting older. They're not the staple of the defense, but they are, they're the ones that have been there, the, the ones that can lead the defense, and they know the defense to speak, uh, to communicate with the, other, the young guys. And that's big. And I think that's really big. But they did re-sign a Trent Brown, which they needed for their offensive line, keep uh, Mac Jones upright, and Jabril Peppers. And this one's interesting to me because with the defense as complex as a Bill Belichick's, using a player like Jabril, you have a Kyle Duggar, right? You, you drafted Kyle Duggar last year or two years ago, and – he can play the deep safety, uh, strong safety side, and you can bring Jabril as like a linebacker type safety, mm. nickel corner. He just does everything. He's also a punt returner, kick returner. So just having him on the field healthy, making plays, is a benefit for your defense. Um, I think that that's a good re-sign for them this offseason. And then, again, like the Devontae Parker thing for this side of the deal, um, it gives the Patriots more opportunity. There's like a – yes, you know, last year, Nikhil Harry, 6'4", they drafted him. 
It didn't pan out. We haven't really seen much of him, excuse me, at all. So, I don't know. I, I think Devontae Parker can find success in New England, and I'm expecting him to try to help contribute them in winning this division or at least getting a wild card spot. I think the biggest loss for the Patriots is um, Josh McDaniels, really. <laughs> um, now they've got, a, I think, Matt Patricia's back calling plays for him. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that works for Mac Jones. But it's uh, so, I think it's a big year for Mac Jones after the first year he had. No, that's, that's a very fair point. And we've seen great quarterbacks like Alex Smith struggle with having offensive, different offensive coordinators every year. So having a rookie year like that, and then now going into, we'll see where his offense is now. But, yeah, that's going to be tough. So I agree that's definitely the biggest loss. They, they got Matt Patricia – and Joe Judge splitting play call duties for the preseason right now. So there's like a tryout. Who's going to call plays? And good thing for the Dolphins. I, I know I just keep jumping to the Dolphins, but you guys don't have to deal with that as much anymore with a Mike McDaniels coming in and calling plays. So I'm excited to talk about that in a second. But before we do, key matchups from, la- uh, from this year, I wanted to go over the schedule. And I think it's the first six games. So this is what I'm going to do, actually. Bring up their schedule right here. Vegas has them at eight and a half. Over under. Over. I got them under. So here, here's the big six right here. I put Pat six at the schedule. So first weeks of the season, we got Dolphins, Steelers, Ravens, Packers, Lions, Browns. And obviously, Deshaun Watson confirmed, suspended 11 games. So, again, Dolphins, winnable game. Steelers, winnable game. Their quarterback situation is tricky. Their defense is really good and can win them the game, but their quarterback situation is tricky. Ravens, Patriots, I mean, to me, I think the Ravens are the favorite. I think that, you know, Lamar Jackson should outduel a Mac Jones every day of the week. But if Lamar home, if Lamar doesn't get his contract, he's gonna have a big year. Lamar so, has to get his contract. Yeah. That's that's crazy that he hasn't done it yet or had it yet. But after Lamar, you get Aaron Rodgers on the road. That's a tough game, no yeah. matter how which way you put it. However, their offense is struggling in training camp, and Aaron Rodgers called them out recently, saying our oh, receivers are dropping the ball, uh, not right running the right routes, and miscommunication. So, you know, he's very big on. Yeah. Precise precision and um, doing things perfectly, as opposed to just the right way. And if his chemistry is not there with losing his favorite target for the last what eight nine years, that's trouble. And then the Lions, you got Lions and Browns. And if you can't beat a Jacoby Brissett offense, if that's who they're going to rock with as Browns, and then the Lions, I like them on hard knocks. I've been watching each episode; they fight, but at the same time, they're still a young team that. They're not there yet all the way. And Jared Goff isn't going to lead them to to any type of, you know, postseason or not in my opinion. But I think that's a big six games to start the season, which my point was. And I think they have an opportunity to go four or six here. One, four, six. Mm-hmm. So you've got Pittsburgh. Dolphins, Pittsburgh. Okay. You Lions, got them beating my Browns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have, one, at, I have them at eight and nine on the season. Okay, talk about it. What do you think about that Colts Patriots game, November sixth? It's New in. It's in New England. Yeah. What did you I have? Think I, I think I think I gave that to the Patriots. Okay. Did you Did you see it last year? Because I watched it. 
EU was here last year <laughs> when we watched it. Um, that was uh, yeah, they played in week nine. I put Colts mopped them last season. They did. <laughs> it was like forty. Listen, Mac Jones didn't show up. Well, that's that's. I went back and forth on that one, no, and I ended I'm a up Colts leaning. Fan, so I'm putting pressure. That's all. No, it's fine. I ended up leaning. <laughs> I ended up leaning New England just because it's in New England. In New England, that's crazy. You know, last year, well, last year it was in Indianapolis, and it was one of our primetime games. We're like the heat of the of the uh, NFL. Disrespect. We, yeah, we yeah. just, they don't want to put us on TV. I get it. The last four years, you know, we've had different quarterbacks. And there's been some, but we, 2018, when Andrew Luck came back, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really did some work. And in 2019, we had Phillip Rivers. So, we actually went to the playoffs that year, too. And... We know how that season ended, but yeah. Matty Ice now. Look how I just changed it to the coast. Oh, man, I can't wait. All right, back to the damn Patriots. Finishing their season. They got a tough schedule. Like, you you know, I, I get why you're going eight and nine because you got the Bills twice. Um, the Dolphins twice is going to be tough this year for them. Uh, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals. That, there's, yeah, there's, there's a stretch that's <laughs> tough. It's And they're Raiders, both on the road. Bengals. There's a West Coast trip there. That I, Arizona, yeah, Cardinals Vegas. Cardinals and Vegas. Arizona, yep, mm-hmm. Two games in the Ooh. desert, and back to back. They're both primetime games. Yeah. Monday night football and Monday Sunday night. Monday and Sunday football. night. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take, I'll yeah. take nine and eight. Nine and eight? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There, there's going to be some games won by the defense for sure, but. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of teams like a mirror matchup is probably going to be Steelers. Great defense, but they don't know their quarterback situation. I would give them the edge in that scenario. Um, yeah, Packers, like you said, they're having problems. Aaron Rodgers is our X factor. Uh, defense, we're gonna have to see. But any or Cleveland, we know their quarterback situation. Yeah. But we also know their defense. So there's gonna be a lot of I think kind of mirror matchups and like their defense being so solid and that's just how they win games. And Bill Belichick still has proven that's that true. defense wins championships. Hmm. So as long as you have, we'll bring that up when the Bills come up. Okay. They're going to, I mean, they're going to, the defense is going to have to do what they did last year, I think, for them to have a good season. Yo, they were. The consistency is Belichick, so he p- plug in and play whoever he thinks is going to fit his system. They were second in points allowed in on defense, mm-hmm. six in points scored with the 21st most offensive snaps in the league. So you scored the six most points, but you took the 21st most snaps. 20 other teams took more snaps than you. I think that, uh, you know, obviously. Short field sets them up. Yeah. So, yeah. defense is going to have to uh, do it again, or Mac Jones gets better. But Was that a – I'll drink to that about a Patriots statement. That was kind of on timing <laughs> right there. Not always, I know the Dolphins are coming up, so let me take my game. Mm, okay, okay. Before they are, we got breakout players. Um, who do you guys see as a breakout player maybe this year for the Patriots? I think it really can be Devontae Parker. I agree with you. That's a late bloomer. Yeah, I, I really think – I think he can have – because I think they're going to get him right. I think they're going to draw good plays for him. Like I said, he, he knows how to he knows how to get the ball at the high point, and he's really good with using his body, kind of like in a basketball mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So I think with that, and then Mac Jones has proven to be accurate. Yeah, if they can run the ball. Yeah, and I think, I think that's also their key. So if they can take pressure, and that's one thing that with him playing Miami, we've never had. Now, I'm not saying that that would have helped him. We obviously still mm-hmm. helped him. It does, though. I mean, in a sense, or to an extent, I should say. So, yeah, I guess to, to some extent. So, with having... He said, I guess to some extent. I, no. <laughs> I feel you. I mean, he, I like feel you said, you, sometimes playing Miami, it just, <laughs> things just tend to happen. All right. Well, 
You got any breakout players this year? Uh, talked about running the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, James White out. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Damian Harris. He's got an emphasis on the run game. Big back. The only thing is that Belichick is the weirdest coach with running backs in the (laughs) league. So you, Damian Harris could score four touchdowns one week and not play a snap next week. So, but it's all in the name of culture and championships. Success. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta have some balance, right? You want the breakout star, or you want the gold, or the silver, I should say, but. Dolphins. Last year was up and down. It was down and up, I should say, because you started what one and seven, won the next seven. Every game was close and competitive. You guys were looking like a playoff team. You had hopes, and it was truly there. Like you felt it. All right, the Dolphins can make the playoffs this year. The Dolphins, hopefully, if they make the playoffs, I feel like we could win a playoff game. But it all crashed down toward the end of the season and inconsistent play, no offensive line, and uh, a lack of being able to run the ball as well. You know. It's frustrating as a Dolphins fan, I'd imagine, because this has been a long road. It's been, you know, you when you think you have, like the Jets, no, they're not. They just know. Whoa. Going into the year, they just know. What's going I'm on trying, here? I'm trying. But just going into the year, typically a Jets fan's like, bro, you go to Publix, you see a guy with a Jets jersey on, you'd be like, yo, you want to watch football? Yeah, fucking Jets, bro. You know, it's like that. But for real, but the Dolphins always be like, yeah, yeah. bro, you know. Yeah. This year, I think, you know, we got... We just, have, we just have realistic <laughs> expectations. I mean, at the same time, you know, it's a lighter room in their locker room than the Jets. You guys have had some bad seasons along the road. The Dolphins have had a few, but they've also competed in games. Like, you got – let's be real. I, I understand. I mean, we've competed in more playoff games, I would say, though. Is that's? I mean, yeah, you made it to the AFC championship. This is a hard argument, bro, because – as bad as it is, I can't disagree. But at the same time, like that was twelve years but ago. But exactly. But you see, that's that's when I'm reminded how quick time goes. Yeah, because bro, like I still was, think about that like it was last season. That was like so. when I started high school. Like you know, I graduated I, high school I, I, a long time ago. <laughs> that's crazy. I actually went to the Pro Bowl that year. That it was in Orlando. No, oh. in Miami. Because the worst football oh, game I've ever seen in my life. It they was, did have it. Was you guys versus them, and I remember. Like, Yeah. Like, I was like, we're going to riot. I was like, we're yeah. going to riot. So, and we lost to them, bro. That shit's crazy. No, that was the year you won. Yeah. We lo- but we did lose. We came Sanchez back next year for you. Next year, bro, that shit. Mark Sanchez, the only uh, quarterback in NFL history to beat Peyton Manning and Tom Brady back-to-back weeks on the road in the postseason. <laughs> Yo, you know how bored watching Jets football got to be to <laughs> boring as you got to go look that up? You'd be like, yeah. You don't got to look it up. What are this? Just, what did, who else has done it? What did we do? I mean, in fairness, we bring up the 17 and 0 season like every year. So. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't even alive for that. I, you just reminded me of that AFC championship loss. Now it's just like we're back on Scooter Jets. I was going to come with respect, but it's just like that game. Is, All right, so we're talking about the Dolphins, right? Yes. Yeah. See, it's like, uh, Colts, Jets. All right. <laughs> Last year, you finished the season at what? Uh, seven and, or eight and nine, I believe it was? Or? No, we still had a, we still managed to win with a winning record. I think it was nine and eight. Nine and eight? Nine and eight. Okay. Yeah, because I remember it was the first time in a long time we've had two back to back winning seasons. Right, right, right. Which reminds me back to back winning seasons in, in forever, right? You, you got some consistency. You got a young rookie quarterback who's going to be there next year as well. You're excited. They fired their head coach, though. Yeah. And there was a whole saga about why they did, and the owner was trying to pay him to 
lose games on purpose and there was some sneaky backdoor with meetings with Brady trying to be set up and then the Sean Payton news. This was like a messy offseason for That's the Dolphins. That's crazy. Messy offseason for like the Dolphins. I can't stand our owner, bro. I, I wish they would take the team away from him. All right, if Steven Ross was watching this right now, what would you say to him? Sell the team. You don't <laughs> even live down here, bro. You don't even stay around here. You own 95% of the team. You got to get to watch this shit. You, you own 95% of the team because you have, who else owns the team? Mark Anthony owns a piece. Jayla owns a piece. I think that's Williams. The Williams sisters, sisters yeah. Owns a piece. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> get your shit off. <laughs> get the, yo. All right, all right, all right. You, <laughs> hey, Steven Ross, it's like the Suns. Remember when the Suns was going crazy on their owner and booing them at every home game and shit? They, but it's dirty work what he did. And, you know, I understand he wants success for the team. He's probably tired, and he's just looking at it from the realistic video game way of it. But it's just like this is real life. We do have morals as people, and, you know, there is code. So it's like you kind of just fuck everything and it's not a good look on the franchise who hasn't even had success in a while. So it's just like, at the same time, this is one of your most exciting off seasons as far as acquisitions and you know getting talent for your quarterback and Ever. improving your team truly, like truly, talent. truly improved your team from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And it's impressive, head coach. And to say it's an improvement from head coach is not a discredit or disrespect to Brian Flores because I think he did a great job and. He came from a great situation in New England, but <clears throat> it's an offensive league. So, again, E, remind me, defense wins championships. Ask me about that when we talk about the Bills. It's an offensive league now, and you have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to throw the ball. And I don't know why you drafted a lefty, if that's the case, but since you did, Mike McDaniel is one of the better, <laughs> one of the better people for this job because he has installed great run games. We've seen that in the past in San Francisco and what he's been able to do with a Debo Samuel. He's – a young head coach who's connected to the game more so now um, than, you know, an old school guy. And when you have that young connection, like the quarterback and the coach, it's not like, it's like, you know, you and your dad ain't friends, but y'all real cool. And it's just like, all right, bet. So you're not going to overstep anything, but you're going to have a real cool relationship that's open. I really just had a train of thought. Uh, I just really thought about some shit. So it got deep. But anyways, we'll go to the, <laughs> to the next thought. Uh, Y'all missed the playoffs is, is the biggest thing last season, right? And that was the frustrating part. Now, Tyreek Hill. I think that's the first thing you got to talk about. You guys traded. There was a lot. There was 2022, 20, uh, first round, 2022, third round. Uh, there was uh, 2024 or 2023 first round, 2023 second round, I believe. And probably missing one other trade. But the big thing is now Tua has his number one, true number one, who's proved it, who's got his deals, who re-signed a deal with you to become the highest wide receiver in the league. And he hasn't dealt with injuries or he doesn't have that overlooking like, hmm, what about this? Like, I don't feel like that about Tyreek Hill, do you? No. You know, there's guys like, <clears throat> you, you know, you find other guys that's like, eh, yeah, but we don't know what we're going to get. You don't know. This is surefire. The other big thing about the Dolphins trading for Tyreek Hill mm -hmm. is that they kept him away from the Jets. So that's true. He, he it was it was right there on the brink, and I mean, you got to be realistic too if you're Tyreek Hill, right? Like you'd love to live in New York and be rich and 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 
live in New York, but what they else? Would, you know, would there I to mean, be? look at the, the difference in the arm strength though what between Tua and Zach um, Wilson. You do, well, look at also the health and the concern that we'll get into for Zach Wilson is college we'll days. Right. I mean, yeah, but we've been saying that. That's what we've been saying from from you know back in the day. BYU. We've been saying we'll be all right since Mark Sanchez. But we've also said the same thing about Tua Tagovailoa. So this is make or break for him this year. The Dolphins went and got Chase Edmonds. You guys went and got, uh, again, Tyreek Hill. You do have a second-year um, Jalen Waddle. You signed Mike Gusecki, right? Or is his contract year coming up this year? You yeah. tagged him, yeah. yeah so his contract year is coming up this year. It's a lot for them to play for, and then it's also a lot for – it. like the offense is set up for success on paper. Mm-hmm. And then you have players in there who are hungry and have to perform this year. They brought Mosdard in, yeah. Teron Armstead to shore up the line. And they so, to be honest, like as much as I love Tyreek Hill, being a Dolphins fan, I love when we get a solid offensive lineman. You got to. Like, yeah. So when we got him, I was over the moon for that. Yeah, they're the worst worst offensive line in the league last mm-hmm. year. So five years, eighty seven well, and a half. Argue, yeah. Well, go, going according to uh, Pro Football Focus. No, I feel that though, and you could argue the Bengals though because that was bad. But I think the Dolphins. That's fair. The Dolphins probably take that one. Yeah. That's fair. I can't even argue. Nah, yeah, we're not going to try to shun you about your offensive line. It's already bad. But, again, sharing it up right there. And then you guys also added Melvin Ingram, which was interesting to me because you have a tough defense already, right? Um, You guys have a second-year Javon Holland, who I think is going to be one of those breakout players that we'll talk about this year. And Byron Jones and X. The X thing was weird last year, right? He kind of cried for a contract. They didn't give it to him, then they gave it to him. And now he's happy. He played good. At least he played. He's playing good, and he's staying healthy. Um, talk to me about what you're expecting from this defense realistically this year. Is this a top 15 defense? I think it's a top 10 defense. I think it's going to be different scheme wise for sure. Because Brian Flores, I will give it to him. Mm-hmm. Like scheme wise, defensively, he, he can go against. Right. Um, and obviously, we're going to be more offensive driven this year. So I'm I'm a little worried as far as scheme, but as far as talent, man, I'm expecting us to put still put pressure on the quarterback. Um, we're still gonna have our our blitz packages, um, and it's it's gonna be you know secondary. It's gonna be a lot of probably covered sacks, but we got you know I'm expecting and we'll get into it. I'm expecting the breakout player for us is gonna be looking. He needs to get paid too soon, so he yeah. got to step up. I'm excited to see Jerome Baker again. You know, being able to I love Jerome Baker. have the leadership role in a bad team. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the team gets good and it's, like, the guy that's been there, you know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel about Jerome Baker. And um, another guy, Jalen Phillips, right? We get a second-year Jalen Phillips. Right. And we saw a lot of good and positive things about Jalen Phillips last year. His athleticism and size alone is is what you need at the DN position right now. So, and he's going against, you know, guys like Armstead in practice. So when you got, you know, fire on fire, it, it, it's it's good, man. And, and the D-backs have to be getting better with trying to stop Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You know, they got to be getting headaches every day at practice, you know, trying to figure out, all right, this isn't Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed. Not to, again, discredit, but this is Mostert, one of the fastest backs and players in the NFL ever, and uh, Chase Edmond, who came off of good last year and – we're seeing explosive clips from him in training camp. So the defense has to be sharpening up even more. Wilkins, like you said, shit. 
if he doesn't get if he I mean because if you ask me he don't deserve the contract yet like the big big bucks. I agree. But uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So key matchups this year again it's a it's a stretch thing for me like I, a lot of these games in this division I looked at like it's some stretches that y'all gonna go on that's gonna be tough, um, but there's a favorable stretch for you guys, and that's kind of going to be able to shape out, your, you know, this is a, it's from 7 to 12, and that's the middle of the season. Before that, it's week four, Thursday night football at Cincinnati. It's a tough game. That's probably your first tough test against obviously the Super Bowl, you know, opponent and AFC. Uh, AFC yeah, exactly. AFC champions. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, we know the rest. We don't have to say it. So, how can you guys be prepared for that and then have a situation like Versus Pittsburgh at Detroit at Chicago versus Cleveland. That's four, and then you get a bye, and then it's comeback versus Houston at home. So you have a stretch here from seven to twelve. Again, Pittsburgh, I just think is a beatable team because you know if you can put up those points against that tough defense, you deserve to win the game. I don't think Kenny Pickett is going to have a breakout rookie year. You know he might, he's not going to have a Mac Jones season, but he can throw for 35, 3,400 yards. Um, and have some success. And he's athletic too. So right. Be a lot of right. Ball. And Mitchell Trubisky, if you ask me, is not gonna is not gonna have success, you know, in Pittsburgh. It's gonna uh, be interesting to watch them run that RPO. Up. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot with Pickett, and even if they start Trubisky to start the season, which they might, they should because of the experience and he's you know being able to run an offense before not successfully, but athletic you know you don't want to just throw you don't want to just throw uh, Kenny Pickett out there to the Wolves and. You know, having the hometown support being played in Pittsburgh, it's it's great and they'll love them, but it's not all that. You know, you still got to be a good quarterback to have success in this league. So you play Pittsburgh, then you go at Detroit, at Chicago. Two winnable games right there. You know, NFC North bottom teams, young quarterback fields with a horrible offensive line. You guys should take advantage of that game. And then you go Detroit, who just their defense isn't all there. And on offense, they're going to be exciting because of Jamal Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown, who's coming off of a really good rookie year. Um, but to me, that's that's a winnable game for you guys. Easy. And then you got Cleveland. Again, it confirmed. No Deshaun Watson. Because this was I week 11. I think that's 11. week 11, yeah. This was uh, week 10. This was okay. week 10. So it was like, you know, right right before he's going to get uh, unsuspended. So, again, you're playing a Jacoby Brissett offense if it stands right now. And that's kind of, you know how that goes. We're a little familiar. There's a tough shit. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant him being an indie. No. Oh. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a tough <laughs> stretch coming up though mm-hmm. for them. So real quick though, they do have the bye, which gives them good rest. Week 11, come back, you know, fight for week 12 and on, and then they play Houston in week 12. So it's like that's another. Houston's going to be hungry. They're going to be com- not competitive, but they're going to be that chippy team that I think if Davis Mills, which we talked about, e. If Davis Mills can have a good year, because mm-hmm. he has the talent, arm talent to do so. And Houston, Houston believes in him. Exactly, and they have to as well. So it's kind of like yeah. he can't. He has to start really. Um, they have Tyrod. No, Tyrod Taylor's in New York. So yeah, he has to start over there. Um, after that, you say they got a stretch. Yeah. Okay. It's a tough stretch coming up. I don't know exactly what the stretch looks like, but it's. I have I have them starting the season off well. Yeah. And then. Kind of, kind of reverse of what they did last year. Okay, they're definitely not winning seven games straight. <laughs> just that at sh- all. <laughs> that, what was that stretch? How many games was that last year? No, just now. Oh, uh, when they end with Houston, one, two, three, four, five, 
five games. I think they went on five of those. It's football, so I know that like anything's yeah. possible at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But it's it's definitely a, a five game stretch that if you're gonna win five straight this year, seven to twelve. Seven to twelve. So, and then uh, week 15, 17, 18. Here we go. I, you feel me? I got you. <laughs> so, week 15, 17, and eighteen. It's at Buffalo, at New England, and then versus the Jets. And this game before before that. This is after. This is twelve. Okay. Seventeen and eighteen. Uh, excuse. Fifteen, seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Who's so, six, who's week sixteen? That's a good question. These were the the next. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. My bad. My bad. No, you good. But at Buffalo, at New England, late in the season, weeks 15 and 17, I mean, those are your playoff games right there, yeah. honestly. And you're going to have to win one of them, whether it's a cold, you feel <laughs> me? And then versus New York Jets down south here in the last game of the season, the Jets always trying to, you know, take your head off because why not? And it's always a bunch of Jets fans in the crowd. It's, it's going to be a big game from Elijah Moore, too. Ooh, coming back home. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think – it's going to be tough for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. And truly, no, I don't believe the Dolphins make the playoffs this year, which is crazy because of their roster and their talent. But I think that their division is too tough. And the AFC is also, you know, a okay. little too tough for the Dolphins. So after that Texans game, mm-hmm. this is the stretch. You got at San Francisco, okay. at the Chargers, at the Bills, come home Christmas Day for the Packers, at New England, and then back home for the Jets to end the season. That's a that's a tough that's stretch. Tough. I have him going. I have him going ten and seven though. I ain't look at the schedule yet. Ten and seven. <laughs> <laughs> when me and him, me and him, they say five. I say twelve and five. But I've I've What did I tell you back? I forgot what I said, but I was probably like, that's what no, he's I, like. I'm all in on two, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I definitely am. Yeah, yeah. but I definitely. You got to be. The team is. I was gonna say everybody yeah. has to be. Um, hey, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I respect that because the talent on paper is there. It's not like you sound dumb for saying it, but it's the Dolphins. Like, if I could shrug my shoulders like high air, I'll keep shrugging them <laughs> shits, but I can't. So, breakout players, right? My two breakout players, as we spoke about him, Tua, he has to. There's no other answer. There's like, when you call, it's like, think of a situation when you're on hold <clears throat> for like 20 minutes and then you know, you get hung up on or some shit, right? And it's just like you're, you're, something has to go. You have a package waiting. They were supposed to pick it up today. They ain't come. It's 4 o'clock. They said they'll be there by 5. You know they're not going to come. You call them back. They hang up on you again. You're like, no, 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 no. Let me get to talk to a manager. It ha- Like, we got to fix this problem today, right? I need this package gone. There's no other situation but Tua having success this year. Because if not... You're going to look at the head coach again, which was this is your 14th head coach, by the way, as a Dolphin. This is going to be uh, how many quarterbacks in the last 10 years? I could probably count on two hands. Three? Two hands twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got to start looking everywhere, right? And Mike McDaniel is going to be calling plays this year, right? And I don't think the defense is going to be the problem of this team or the question of this team. I think that the defense is solid, and they have been. The offense hasn't shown the promise that – it's not like the promise that, you know, we've expected for years, right? They have had a horrible offensive line, not that one running back that you could really rely on. But at the same time, the Dolphins never have a horrible roster. It's not like you look at the team and you're like, yeah, this is a four-win, five-win team. Mm-hmm. You can respectfully say, like, all right, well, I think we can compete 
we can compete for the playoffs just because we can fight for that last wild card spot or whatever the case is. You know, the Bills in some years past weren't the best team in the league, right? Josh Allen kind of just got good. Or two years after he got drafted, he really kind of blew up. But the AFC East has always been the Patriots. It's always been the Patriots. So you guys remember when Sean McDermott uh, was co- his first year coaching and what was the quarterback that threw, what, six interceptions that game? Oh, uh, <laughs> Peterman. <laughs> yeah, God. Peterman. <laughs> he sat Tyrod Taylor, who had them in a playoff spot oh, let's, let's not for Nathan way. Peterman, who <laughs> came in. Bro, he Monte Davis retired. At halftime. At halftime. Shit like that happens in the AFC East. All while Brady's just winning the shit. Usually happens to the Jets. It does. No, Except it does. last year, Ty- uh, Antonio <laughs> Brown uh, oh, ran yeah. off in the middle of the game. That's funny. That's funny. Well, speaking of the Jets, head coach Greg uh, Greg Lafleur. Jesus. Oof. Who who are you? Who? Nah, nah. There's a lot. There's a lot to. There's a lot, and I'm not even gonna go with Great. the first thought. And I'll remind me after. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. There's a lot. <laughs> oh man, head coach Robert Salah. <laughs> That's bad. Anyways, you guys got four and thirteen season. 11th straight non-playoff season. You guys won two games in 2020, so you're plus two, right? You're, you're on the rise. Getting better. Coach Salah is doing his job, right? I, I love it. And doing better. That's what Changing the culture. Do. Changing the culture. Zach Wilson, we're back, right? So at BYU. In a few weeks. Shoulder injury. No, no, no. Not he's oh, okay. back. I said oh, we're, okay. back, we're like, back as far as conversation. And Zach Wilson being hurt and okay. us being concerned for his future because this is serious now. First fucking playoff uh, preseason game. He's not touching the playoffs. Preseason game. He gets hurt. First drive. Non-contact. Which is always the worst. So, he was sacked 44 times last season. Unfair. Yeah. However, Joe Burrow, as you said, had one of the offensive worst offensive lines. And there he goes right there. And that game, by the way, Jamar Chase went crazy on EP's Chiefs. Mm. He had a rookie franchise record for the Bengals at like over 200 20 yards. It was crazy. I think Great touchdown. Yeah, crazy yeah. Yeah. And if I'm it's not insane. mistaken, the most. if I'm not mistaken, he he fucked up my parlay that day too. So, RIP to parlay. <laughs> parlay A. One half of the parlay boys is here. Shout out to Nate Perk. He's not here. Um, yeah, so Zach Wilson gets hurt in a non-contact injury, meniscus stuff. Last year, goes down with a knee injury. Missed four games, I think. And yeah. in college, he... He had some injury problems, had to have surgery. And there is cause for concern going forward because the Jets are not going to have a great offense. Like, you guys did reshape and revamp. You know, you guys signed to Lakin Tomlinson, but you lost Makai Becton. And brought in Dwayne Brown. Brought in Dwayne Brown, who's, we're going to see. He's old as shit. Yeah, he's old as shit, but we'll see. Trent Williams is old as shit, still one of the best, if not the best, you know, offensive tackles in the league. But this is the Jets. And... Why I say that is because a Dwayne Brown signed with the Jets. You know, Trent Williams is having success for Super Bowl contending teams. And I'm not trying to make it look as bad as it is, but it is because the future is bright in the sense that you have an Elijah Moore in the second year. You have a yeah. Michael Carter. You know, you did reshape some of the offensive line. You have a uh, Vera Tucker that you drafted who had a great rookie year, and I think he's going to be solid for you guys for the next 10 years. You do – uh, have Sauce Gardner right on defense. Yeah, he actually drafted. I like it. C.J. Mosley's coming. Yeah, back. We're, we're we're doing we're but doing. Carl Lawson will be back. There's that thing where like Jermaine Johnson drafted. Can I compare it to the Knicks? No. 
No, no, no. I'm, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I guess you can. I, I did ask you. It was more of like a rhetorical, <laughs> but yeah, my bad. So with the Knicks, <laughs> shout out to Sean, by the way. And I don't hate me for this, but like, yeah. See, it's t- that's the one I was talking yeah, yeah. about when I said Knicks yeah, and Jets. No, he's it's like that's crazy. But anyways, there was a, a a long period in the NBA where the Knicks had some embarrassing seasons. Yeah, right? and I feel like nowadays, if you talk like Knicks Twitter, so deep that if you say something about the Knicks, it's like, bro, bro, bro. And it's like, All right, I get it. All right, cool, whatever. <laughs> Fight me. But at the end of the day, the NBA has had a long stretch of you've seen embarrassing moments from this franchise. And you didn't have the hope as a non-Knicks fan where, okay, we're going to the playoffs. Okay, we're going to see the turnaround. Okay, this is the year. Mm. If you're not a Knicks fan, you're like, no, it's irrelevancy, Mm. honestly. And what are you fighting for? like the last playoff spot to play the best team in the league versus LeBron. Like it's, it, it doesn't line up. So why I say that is like the jets have reminded me of them in that sense where you don't look at the jets and as an outsider, cause I'm not a jets fan and he's a dolphins fan. So it's a little different. He's going to hate regardless. Mm-hmm. Can you agree with me that like every season for the jets is just like, okay. <laughs> Yo, everybody yeah, knows the jets. everybody's close to a jets fan. Um, so this year, I did mention the rookies, you know, from last year. You guys got a few rookies this year. The class was way better last year than this year. But um, I think they're both really good. This year's is 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 solid. Eh, solid. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I don't want to hate, but Brees Hall. You knew, yeah. You knew though. Your top, your first four picks last year are hits. Well, yeah. So last year, I. Uh, I just wanted Elijah Moore. Right, okay. So, That's I was cool. happy with you that. You just happy. Yeah. You I, didn't, did you want Zach Wilson? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, you, you take what you can get. Was it the injury concern that, that no. had you? Oh, okay. No, it's just the Jets drafting a quarterback is my concern when we draft a quarterback. Because your team is not set up for success yet. So, when you draft a quarterback and waste it. Right. Sam Darnold, I get. Like, he's not a number two overall pick in this league. He shouldn't be. You did it, but number three, three. That's why he was still there. <laughs> well, he would have been number two if if uh, Gettleman picked up the phone. Yeah, but Elway was trying Gettleman to trade was, for him. Gettleman was. That's another one. But anyways, so Corey Davis is in his second year. I'm excited to see a second year Corey Davis because at Tennessee he had the tools and the help around him to be good, but. We didn't really get to see him grow comfortable in the role. Tannehill is not necessarily like gonna just be comfortable throwing the ball all the time. And a guy like Zach Wilson, who has an arm that's thirsty and he always wants to hit the guy, he always wants to make the good throw. And big target is easier to you know hit. A Corey Davis can find the success there. And having an Elijah Moore up the middle all the time is gonna create some space outside for them verticals. Um, Drafted Garrett Wilson, also number ten overall. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. That was the one that I was forgetting. But at the same time, like back to my argument as far as last year versus this year, I still think you're gonna get more long term uh, out of last year. Garrett Wilson has a lot of promise. We've seen him. He's probably the best wide receiver, if not, you know, um, last yeah. year at Ohio State, and he had that big bowl game too on, on New Year's. Like, fucking they ball. did. They they did basically everything 
basically what the Dolphins did. They did everything they could to help out their young quarterback. They tried to trade for Tyreek like Hill, and that was the biggest version. move. Well, I mean, they, they tried to trade for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but... So, they, I mean, the trade was accepted. It was just a matter of Tyreek Hill choosing where he wanted to go. So, they, I mean, as far as, like, putting a line together, getting him receivers, getting him tight end. They got three tight ends this season. They got Uzama. Yeah, got Uzama. Uh, they got Conklin. And then they drafted Ruckert from Ohio State also. I like that you guys re-signed Braxton Berrios. I love Braxton Berrios. I love that you guys signed Jordan Whitehead. And him coming from Tampa Bay, having a Super Bowl culture type guy in your defensive backfield to talk to a guy like Sauce Gardner. You guys got DJ Reed from Seattle, who we talked about Seattle last week, and their defense was bad the last two years. So how much can you kind of rely on him? Depth, you know, he's, he's a veteran. I respect it. But I think uh, the big hit was Jordan Whitehead there in the safety position because yeah. you guys lost Marcus May, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so. but that, I think Whitehead's an upgrade. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, then you got, you know, I, I think the front seven is you got C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams. Uh, you signed Quan Alexander, uh, which I think is something that speaks to the culture that Salah has brought in. Mm-hmm. You know, Quan Alexander had other options. Dwayne Brown had other options. That's true. Both veterans, and they chose to sign with the Jets. That's true. So I think Much like C.J. Mosley did last right. year. Right. So C- or brings two, or two years ago. ago. That, he signed with Gase, so we can't. Sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Now he CJ, got hurt, remember? So, like, right. you start with. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, CJ Mosley, uh, Quincy Williams, Quinnen Williams. Yeah. That's how I feel about Quinnen Williams, uh, like Christian Wilkins. Mm-hmm. They should have that similar. This is your year to really show why you were such a high draft pick. Yeah. Because we saw what they did in college, right? It's not like, who are these guys? It's like, look at Leonard Williams, you know, doing this thing too, yeah. getting a contract. So we have to see. Quinnen Williams. I think that he hasn't lived up to exactly what he is or what he can be in the next five years. But this year and next year are going to kind of shape out, all right, is he going to be a you know perennial starter for us or is he just another guy in a rotation? You know, what are we going to do with him? Is he going to ask for big money and we have to cut him or you know trade him, whatever, or let him walk? It's weird with the Jets because that's the one position I feel like we always hit on is defensive tackle. tackle. Sheldon Richardson, and you go to uh, – um, just as Leonard Williams. Williams. Leonard Williams, and then you get a you guys had Quinn Williams. That's what I'm saying. We we've hit on a on a bunch you of them. Trade him to the Giants, and then we trade him away. Yeah, and then you gotta play but at the same goals. time, it's like that guy's not gonna yeah. change your franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like as much he's not Aaron Aaron Donald can change your franchise at that position, right? But a D tackle, like you're gonna pay him all that money and not be able to block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's going to have to be another one. of Like, there's has to be one more year of, like, whether this offseason people really buy in because you guys go and win seven games or, you know, try to. That's my number. I, I hear you. You I, know I what got I'm saying? A, I got a seven and ten. I hear you. And, and that's a big number. It's a big number going from two to four to seven. But you guys have made all these acquisitions. And there is that change of culture that's kind of still evolving. So it's fair to say seven. And if you see seven, then it's like next year, it's like, all right, well, they got something going. That was seven. Now we can kind of come in and add. And that's how you build. But I think that if offensive linemen don't buy in next year and you don't address them in the draft room, like there's no chance. There's no chance. Next year, it has to be O-line priority on your free agent and on your... uh, Which I think they've made a priority the last two seasons with mm -hmm. bringing in Becton Mm -hmm. and then uh, now Uh, Vera Tucker. Drafting... Becton. And then Vera Tucker. Yeah. 
and then uh, you know they brought in Conor McGovern, center play center. We gotta believe you, you believe in Conor McGovern a lot here. Not a lot, no. Okay, you yeah, saying I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, saying they're they're bringing they're Conor guy. They're bringing know guys gonna, in yeah, to yeah. you know for sure. And they're, much like the they're investing did. into they, you guys in the got a Linden, Linden, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Notre Dame. Oh, uh, you talking about who we drafted? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eichenberg, yeah, Eichenberg, not Lindenbaum. It's Eichenberg. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but you guys are trying to address it. It doesn't always pan out. Um, but you got to keep at it, though, because that's where the game is won and lost. And the skilled players will come. You know, you have, like you said, Garrett Wilson. You have Zach Wilson. You have Michael Carter. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter is a nice, you know, three to skill grow, position players. To grow to, with, right, to grow together. Mean? So you don't have to keep addressing those in free agency. Exactly. Like you All get right. the offensive lineman to ball in, uh, buy in. So, yeah. Um, I, so key matchups. <laughs> key matchups for the Jets. You got, you got my key matchups, E? I put N-A. Joe Flacco revenge game week one. I put N.A. Like, y'all don't have no key matchups. Yeah, Joe Flacco revenge game week one. All right. Against Baltimore. So key matchups, not like cool matchups. No, that's a key matchup because that's how we start the season off strong listen, with one you're win. Not listening, bro. Um, key matchups. No, that's Le- you're not like listening. A... All right, we got a. Uh... Let's take this. Let's take this. Let's, well, what's a key? What's a key exactly. matchup for the Jets? Exactly. Nah, All right, here we go. Here we go. He's listening at now. Miami last week of the season. Dolphins could be playing for a playoff spot. Jets That's could be the playing fact spoilers. That y'all are dog. No, jumped straight to the last game. There First we go. Of all, no, he jumped straight to. We're gonna have a such a fucked up season that that's gonna be our biggest game to spoil the Dolphins <laughs> from making the playoffs. Possibly. That's how bad it is. And I wanted you to realize that. So since you did, non applicable. Because at the end of the day, if you go from two wins to four wins, the expectation is not playoffs. The expectation is not winning a playoff game. The expectation is not winning the division. And with as tough a schedule you guys have, what do we care? What uh, do we care? We got a thir- Thursday night. Thursday night, uh, week week 16, Jacksonville Jaguars. What day? Prime time. <laughs> Prime time. Did they try to play last year for like the last the, – the uh, I think we did play them last year. It Was, was it last year or the year before? No, I think it was – was it – Trevor Lawrence and Zach That's Wilson I, last year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. And y'all was playing like y'all hearts out, right? That's how we... <laughs> like, oh, like, it's every game. All gas, no breaks. Y'all boys was like, yo, y'all should be trying to lose this game here, fam. <laughs> y'all don't know oh, the situation. Oh, no, yeah. yes. Yeah. It was the year before Zach Wilson. Before Trevor, yeah. before Trevor Lawrence. Yes. You're right, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how Trevor Lawrence does this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about breakout players for the Jets. I, if I could start, I'm going to just say Michael Carter and Sauce Gardner. Because um, I'm all in on Gardner. I think that he is as much as he looks, you know what I'm saying? And I think he fits the cornerback position really well with his size, his speed, his strength. Um, he was next to nobody in college football last year when you talk about lockdown. Like yeah. Island over there. Nobody wants to. You can't compare any other quarterback, uh, cornerback. Um, and as what's interesting is that he has three good quarterbacks in his division and two that are liable to really give the ball up, Tua and Josh Allen. Yeah. And Josh Allen is the good, the really good one. Mac Jones is just there. You know, he's, he's, he's there. He's probably on a slow uprise. But I think um, he's nothing crazy, right? You're not going to like – Oh man, I'm staying up all night because Mac Jones, right? Right. But at the same time, Josh Allen's gonna be that guy. 
but he's also going to give you if you're playing dominant, uh, not dominant, excuse me, disciplined football. Josh Allen will give you the mistakes. So um, two is a big question as well, obviously, and the success of lefties. So Gardner, Gardner there, and then Michael Carter with this reshaping of the offensive line, the draft pick. Obviously, the loss on uh, Makai Becton is 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 it really hurts because that's the right side of your line, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So you know that run game is. is Nah, you. <laughs> nah, <it> was... <laughs> yeah, so that right side for the run game is, is gonna is gonna take a hurt, but um, I think Michael Carter is good enough. I've seen him really torture UM, you know, yeah. with my own eyes. Yeah. And um, yeah, Michael, Michael that, Carter's I'm got it. Him, I'm gonna give him my respect. Yeah, Michael Carter's got it for sure. I think uh, who's breaking out on the offensive side, Elijah Moore. Oh yeah, you gotta go. Especially. If you look at what he did last year with Flacco, I think the first few games with Flacco, he might really have a big uh, first few games. I think they played one full game and a series of a game before they played the full game, and he had 10 catches for, like, 166 and, a, and two touchdowns yep. with Flacco as his quarterback. So hey, Flacco, Flacco will throw you open. Flack. I gave him some flat, but he's a good quarterback. He's been a great quarterback in this league. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback in this league. And and he's a vet. He's a super. Him. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, and that's why I'm excited for the Col- huh? Hall of Fame. Yeah. You don't think so? No. You don't think so? No. You don't think so? No. The Ravens are notorious for having quarterbacks win Super Bowls and don't make the Hall of Fame. That's fair. Till Lamar does it. That's fair. Lamar is definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Lamar's a Hall of Fame. Joe Famer. Flacco not in the Hall of Fame with I all his playoff so. success and a Super Bowl. Based on the defense, I get it, but and a Super Bowl. That's gonna be tough. Colin Kaepernick would have made the Hall of Fame. If, if, if it does, it's not going to be right away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's definitely not a first ballot. I could retract if I go back and really, really digest, but, like, damn, just me remembering Joe Flacco's career. Like, Joe Flacco's not a Hall of Famer. Did he not throw for if how uh, many fucking well, yards guess. in his career and how many touchdowns in his career? I, I'm not saying y'all are wrong. I, I don't have stats in it's front of me. I'm just it, going off of what I watched. No, he looked like a Hall of Fame fucking quarterback throwing the ball a lot. Tory Smith. It's tough. I think it's going to be tough. Who's that? Toddy. <laughs> Toddy. Nah, they had, uh, damn, who is the gap between Mark Andrews that, and that's, Toddy? Yeah, exactly. That's right? what I'm They had somebody, though. Oh, Duh. it was, wasn't it? Uh, Boyle. They had Nick Boyle, but before that even. Uh, Dickerson? Mm, damn. I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, on, on the, on, so Elijah Moore. Um, I thought he was the best wide receiver mm-hmm. in the in last year's draft. Um, I think he would have went higher if they didn't um, if they played more games because they didn't play as many games as everybody else because COVID. Best wide receiver in last year's draft. Can you give me? Well, three that was before receivers? before the draft. Jamar Chase was a yeah. Jamar Chase yeah. obviously. Oh, you said before, before pre draft. Oh, I okay. I had Elijah. No, I think Jalen Waddle and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was by far the I best. Loved, I love I love Jalen Waddle before the draft also. Jamar Chase was by far, and you knew this because you wanted the Dolphins to draft him. Oh, you know I and did. you but, were like, bro, this guy's an NFL wide receiver. But there's right no now. way Elijah should have fell to the second round. No. Well, in the sense that oh, where he – exactly, exactly. Yeah, but there were receivers that were taken before him. Rightfully so. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, rightfully so. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about Waddle. I'm not talking about Devontae Smith. What was the other – Devontae I'm, Smith? I'm not, I'm not talking, okay, who else? I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about Chase – uh, in the, <laughs> but I'm saying that in the uh, mid twenties, I can't remember who it was. That's what I'm saying. That's that's fair. But one wide receiver in the mid twenties. Who like was it. a rookie last year in the mid twenties? Oh, Amon Rossi Brown was it for the Lions? Yeah, bro, solid ass year last year, and he 
if you ask me who could I have, Elijah Moore or Ramon Ra, like I'd be happy with either. I'm not saying like I'd prefer one, but I'd be happy with either. I think Elijah's gonna be special. He um, can be, but that's not to say that. And I'll take and I'll take drafted. And I'll take a I'll take a South Florida kid over over anybody. Of course. Um, and then on defense, I think Carl Lawson's gonna have a big comeback year. Yeah, um, I I wrote that down right here. I got I, I like Carl Lawson to have a big uh big year coming back. He's uh off the torn Achilles, so uh hopefully he still has some that's, explosiveness. That's the thing, there, though, bro. Like you you tear that Achilles and it's what, what you know Marlon Mack. Shout out to Marlon Mack. He tore his Achilles and then we draft Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Thank you, God. Jeez. Thank you, God. But Marlon Mack goes to Houston. We're gonna have to see what he's gonna do because it's like it sounds like a movie. Like ACL. Thank you, God. Jonathan. No, no, no. Bro, you ever watched Jonathan Taylor highlights as a movie, bro? No, I'm saying uh, Mar- Marlon no, Mack Walker. goes to Houston. Sounds like a movie title. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Mack goes to Houston. <laughs> that sounds like a funny ass movie, or like a book or something. You nah, know movie. I mean? You gotta keep it moving. That should be a funny ass. It's like Max Keebler's big move type <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, hell no. Nah, so, you got any breakout players for the Jets, Dolphins fan? Uh, I agree with you on Quinn Williams. I think. No, I said Sauce Gardner and Michael Carter. So. Oh, okay. No, I mean, get I your own. No, all right, all right. Yeah, Wilkins aspect. Um, because I think, I think Gardner can and will play well, but I think it also helps to have pressure coming from the front seven. And with having all these dynamic wide receivers in this division, you have uh, Stephon Diggs, you have Jalen Waller, you have Tyreek Hill. Uh, we'll see how Devontae Parker does. But you're gonna so have you got to get to that quarterback. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. get to the quarterback. And especially like quarterback like Josh Allen. Mac Jones had a great year last year. Uh, obviously, the question was still on Tua. I think he's going to have a great year, but is another you know quarterback that you want to get to and obviously Ben got to so I'm I think the most intriguing thing for the AFC East is going to be like how can these quarterbacks stay protected not so much for the Bills it's the clear front front court winner but um it's it's like how is Mac Jones how is Tua and how is uh Zach Wilson going to be able to stay upright you know because the defenses are coming the defenses are competitive right they're meant to sack the quarterback. Um, all teams in the AFC East have good pass rush. And three teams in the AFC East have questionable offensive lines. So that's a big point that you say right there. Um, let's talk about the Bills, though. They won the AFC East twice for the first time since 91. I'm hearing some feedback. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's pissing me off. But anyway. AC gone. Nah, nah. It's like cord type shit. But anyways, it's, it's off now. Um, head coach Sean McDermott, right? They lost offensive coordinator Brian Dable to the Giants. He took the Giants coaching job. And I think Ken Dorsey stepped up in that role for OC. So yeah. that's going to be exciting because we've seen him as their quarterback's coach and working with Josh Allen and what he's become, you know, in this league. And yeah, it's probably going to feel like a glove, unfortunately. What's crazy is that, yeah, what's crazy is that, you know, Josh Allen hasn't played his best football yet. And last year was a glimpse of. What he can, what he can be, and to date he's played his best football, but not to his ceiling, not to his career's end. You know what I mean? Because um, he he's not a quarterback. You know, you, you get scared. He always taking a big hit or you know doing a lot. But he's also been a bit smarter the last few years, not um, just making these bonehead plays that he was known for. Um, 
So 11 and 6. They won the wild card again, like I said, 47 and 17. They lost the divisional to the Chiefs for the second time. I think there was the AFC Championship in 2020 they lost to the Chiefs. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh and then they lost to the divisional to the Chiefs in the divisional last year, which was the greatest the football, best football game, game ever of all time, yeah. Arguably, yeah, up there, arguably, up there, arguably. up there. In the last twenty, in the, well, top no, five. Yeah, yeah. It's a football game. top five. That's what I, I it's think. Top that's five. what we got into when you said that, and I was like, uh, I think we've seen Super Bowls that's probably a little. Bit I mean, Patriots, Falcons, Patriots, is up there. Falcons, Patriots, Seahawks. Oh yeah, Patriots, Seahawks. Uh, Patriots, Giants. Patriots, Giants. Patriots, uh, Patriots, uh, Patriots had a lot of good ones. No. Dolphins, uh. <laughs> Uh, Jets, uh, Jets, Patriots. Cardinals and Pittsburgh. Ooh, 2008. Yeah, yeah San that was a fire. Oh, San, 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 San Antonio Holmes. I've been doing that anyway. I've been doing that shit forever. <laughs> San Antonio Holmes. Holmes. But look, had that crazy corner touchdown too. So okay, that that could have been the best game ever, right? The Bills had the number one ranked defense. He asked me what I. What was, Big time Bills fan base. I don't know. Because they had the best defense last year, bro. And they the other played team George had Patrick Chiefs. Mahomes. It don't matter. They had Josh Allen. Josh Allen just had his best game of his career to date. Gabriel Davis went and had 300 yards, three catches, three touchdowns. And you still couldn't beat Pat Mahomes. And it came down to the overtime thing, which I'm cool with. I don't know your stance on the overtime rule and how you feel if teams could get should get two possession or a possession each. I'm cool with the sudden death or or not sudden death, but it's the field goal. You get a try. If you score a touchdown, you win. I like the college overtime rules. Sal, shout out to Sal. They he uh he likes that that method. You just give both teams a shot. Even I, if you move I, I the even that, if you move the ball back to midfield, midfield. Right. Move it to midfield and give both teams a shot but until somebody can't score. It's probably just dead. Like after that game, mm. like it just proved like your defense gotta perform. Like you it's that's why in it's interesting with football. You got 22 players that contribute to wins at any given time. You have two sides of the ball, you know. So it's a whole team effort. So just like in overtime, yeah, your offense got to put points on the board to win, but defense got to come in clutch too. Yeah. Make stop. And, and that's what you get paid for to make stops. When you have What's the best defense, overtime and four quarters? that's the crazy part. You have the number one ranked defense. And again, defense wins championships is a saying, right? And Clearly, the defense, like, they they cried for, oh, we need a possession. Josh Allen should have touched the ball in overtime. But at the same time, it's, how many times did Josh Allen touch the ball and he put y'all in position to win, and then your defense just goes and gives it up? You mentioned it's Patrick Mahomes. It is. But that's football. Like, what is there, exemption for, for who you're playing against? You're the number one ranked defense. I would hope that you guys are the most suited to play this game versus this offense right now, which clearly they weren't. Especially seeing how Cincinnati performed against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think now Cincinnati's um, defense. Exactly. I think now it's uh, against the wall too. It's a big, uh, big year for them because it feels like they've gone all in now with bringing Von Miller in, Miller. Uh, Daquan Jones. You know, they've they've basically gone in all in on uh, they brought Jamison Crowder, OJ Howard. Yep. They're uh, plugging in plugging in little holes. It's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. It has yeah. to be. They're, they're the Super Bowl favorites. They're the Super I'm not Bowl gonna favorites. lie, they gotta they gotta win the Super Bowl, yeah. though. They gotta win. This roster here that they have right now is arguably number one in the NFL. Like they can argue that they're power ranking number one. 
you know, you can say the Bills are the best team because now they've sharpened up a little bit more on defense. They have Super Bowl champion Von Miller on their team. And the second-year Greg Russo is what I'm excited to see because just like Jordan Phillips and having that length played at UM, Gregory Russo at, what, 6'5", 260, <laughs> fast as hell. We saw glimpses of him. We saw him get the uh, – it was an interception or a strip sack on – Mahomes, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. So, very, very fun rookie year for him. They drafted Kyer Elam out of uh, UF. I'll give him that. That was exciting. And James Cook out of Georgia, right? Yeah. I'm excited to see James Cook. So, they know that Devin Singletary, as good as he is, you know, is not consistent. And their run game is – is kind of non-existent. Like, Josh Allen's their best runner, and that's a very big problem if you're going to have your quarterback as your starter running back. So, sharpening up there with Zach Moss in his second year, you got uh, James Cook there. <clears throat> Bring some versatility as well because, you know, Zach Moss can really put it uh, put it through the hole. Pause. Jesus Christ. Oof. Then we also see hey, on oh. camera. Jeez. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut. <laughs> and... Uh, and then fucking the punter, the punter, the 86-yard oh. punter. Matt Arazia, I can't say it, but it's like yeah, Arazia. Yeah, like 82 yards or something, like yeah. or something like that. that so crazy. Um, They lost Jerry Hughes, though, on defense and John Feliciano on the offensive line. So those are two big players that contributed for the last four or five years or so over there. And, you know, anytime you have to fill a gap with whether a younger guy or a new vet that hasn't been there, it's it's – it's going to be a learning curve. It's going to be – you're going to notice it. So, uh, when you look at their schedule and their key matchups, I only have three key matchups. I mean, it's not only, but they're big games for me. I look at the opener versus the Rams, right? We're going to see the test. Like, this is the Super Bowl champs. Obviously, we've been off for the offseason, but, hey, guess what? This is a 1-0 and or an 0-1 on your record. And coming out, having to play uh, on the road – against the team that, you know, get their rings. And it's not like the NBA, thankfully, where they do this whole ceremony before <laughs> the game. But um, the Bills are up for a test. They're going to be up for a test right there. It's a big game, especially considering everybody's going to remember the last time we saw them play. Yeah. That's all everybody's going to think yeah. of. And we're going to think of them, the Rams being Super Bowl champion the last mm-hmm. time they played. And like we said, like you guys said, the Super Bowl of us, I think they got to at least make the Super Bowl. Yo, how many times have the Bills made a Super Bowl and not won it? At least three, four times, right? Well, four, four times, times in, a row. in a row. You got to win the fucking Super Bowl, bro. You yeah, you can't get you there can't no more. Five <laughs> times as a franchise? Hell no, bro. I'd rather not go. For real. <laughs> I'd rather not be part of that fifth team that couldn't win. So, Casey, week six, on the road. We're going to see that matchup again and see where they're at, both teams, because this is already going to be six weeks in now. So, you get the... Home, you know the Bradley opener that could be the new the open the new opener the opener was versus the defending champs on the road early in the season. We're gonna see a developed team in week six versus KC. Um, I don't care who wins the game; it's gonna be a really good game. But I think that's a big one. And then at Cincinnati, week seventeen, right yeah. to almost finish their season. And what would have been the AFC Championship game if they could have get a stop? This this could really. Uh, Alter home field right here, right? Cincinnati and Buffalo. If Cincinnati doesn't have that uh, Super Bowl loser slump this year, I don't that think so. Every bro. team that seems t- to always have nah, the that year talent after there, though, is crazy. Yeah, no, I, think I think that was just a big one. 
It's crazy that they I'm, got there in their second year with the new quarterback. With Burrow, yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, the offense spoke for itself, right? I mean, and Zach Taylor's been a really good coach since he's gotten there. Yeah, I mean, Burrow's, Burrow's the real deal. Yep. Y'all got breakout players for the Bills? I think our offense is going to have to be the running back, which I think could be Zach Moss. Uh, that's the only thing really going to make a difference. You're having your quarterback, your, I mean, franchise, yeah. this top five quarterback be your, yeah. your run game. That's going to be a problem because they don't even have that in Baltimore. Like They, don't even they draft that. well in Baltimore. Yeah, so they, even they know that they have to have an established back back there. To help take pressure off of Lamar. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that in Baltimore their running backs get hurt all the time, but and that's what happens when you run the game, when the ball all game, every game. So it's good that they don't have that issue, but it's bad that they're using their quarterback because they don't have a run game established down there. But um, it's crazy that they can make the AFC Championship or divisional get there with such a good record and you know having such a good defense and offense without any real run game. It's impressive that that just speaks to Josh Allen's promise in this league um breakout players for me on offense is uh gabriel davis i think that coming off of like the best game of your career last year and then losing having a chance to go to the afc championship you have to be like real motivated um on some like how stefan diggs was watching the confetti shit but um which is stupid but <laughs> but like yeah i think gabriel davis sees that like bro i could do this i, I literally did this against one of the better teams in the league at the biggest stage to date in my career. And um, the sky's the limit going into next year, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, um, yeah, Gabriel Davis has potential uh, just because he's playing on the other side of Stephon Diggs, who right, I think is, right. if not the he's, best, he's one of the best top, receivers in the NFL. He's top four, probably. Probably top four. Diggs? Yeah. Who, who do you have in front of him? You got uh, Devontae Adams. You got a uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyree Hill. You got a uh, uh, what's the guy from? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then you know you could. I go guess Cooper like Cup, Jamar tech. Chase, Justin Jefferson. Mm. I, I probably Cooper could, Cup. You could go Jamar Chase. Based off last season, I mean, you definitely could. But uh, again, you know, I Stephon mean, Diggs has been there. Yeah, I'm been there. Done I'd that. go. I'd go That's Cup true. Diggs, one two. That's fair. Yeah, Cup Diggs one two. Yeah, I like that. But I think it's the offensive scheme that gets uh, Cup. You know the success, yeah. But at the same time, but, he, he executes right, and yeah. he's really good at it. So, damn, Robert Woods was was a top receiver in this league too, and he's yeah. coming back. So that that'll be exciting for the Rams. Um, on defense, Gregory Russo. Again, you mentioned you know Gabriel Davis being on the opposite side of Stephon Diggs. They signed Von Miller, you know, and they have I wrote Ed Oliver as well because you know are you guys gonna pay him right? And he's one of those guys. Just that D tackle position, like. Y'all have y'all came in first round pick, supposed to be you know all big and bad, and we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen you know stretches in seasons and stretches during games where it's like, all right, this guy can really really ball, but consistently for a whole season. I mean, I haven't seen Christian Wilkins ball out all year, or um, Leonard Williams, or now uh, Quinnen Williams, or this guy, right? So at Oliver, um, it's big time right now. Put up or shut up. Greg Russo has a second year. On the other side now with Von Miller, right? You can't double him and Ed Oliver and Greg Russo. So somebody's going to get that free pass, and that one-on-one is going to be crucial with, again, uh, uh, a questionable offensive line in those in that division. So. Yeah, I think it'll be 
Super Bowl experience of having been to two Super Bowls. Um, like you said, who you one, won? two Super Bowls. One, exactly, one, two Super Bowls. Um, and he's showing that he, he still can produce in this league. He, his technique is bar none. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's built for the position and get one-on-one matchup. I feel like him against a lot of linemen in this league on one-on-one matchups. So I, yeah. I think he, he's going to So you got the Jets going seven win? Seven and ten. You got nine and six? No, no, no. Sorry for the Dolphins. Oh, I got I got eleven and six. He's, He's like, Dolphins. yeah, we, we up there. <laughs> we up there. All right. He all took right. a he took a win off his original. Yeah, yeah. He definitely retracted at least one step because it sounded kind of crazy. Twelve wins, and then you look at the yeah, schedule, I, you're like, yeah, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't shit. see the schedule. That right. was, yeah. Reality check. Guess yeah. what? Jets ain't getting seven. No. <laughs> Nah, that's the AFCs. I don't know if y'all got anything else, bro. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, AFC East out. It was as fun as I thought it would be, right? Yeah. Good, so. Good luck to your season. Seven wins for the Jets. That's fair. Take um, the over. Yeah. So the playoffs, because we got a video of you with the playoffs. You know, y'all gonna make the playoffs. It's not gonna happen. Um, I was a little overzealous last uh, year and uh, said uh, on camera that the Jets would make the playoffs. Um. Fuck it. The Jets are going to make the playoffs. Oh, Fuck it. Let's do it. All right. Know? So I was going to ask you if you had a shout out. I guess the Jets is your <laughs> shout out. <laughs> nah, but if you got a shout out, shout out anything you, you got right now. Shout out to Rachel, by the way, for, for really putting in that work because we appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Rachel. Thank you for uh, for helping out. And uh, yeah, just shout out to uh, to the Jets. <laughs> shout <laughs> See, out to, to Coach. Yo. Yeah, Coach yeah, Salah. Justin, what's your shout out, bro? Shout out, shout out to Coach Salah. All gas, no breaks. Shout out to Elijah Moore. Hey, yeah, shout out, shout out to you too. I appreciate you for sure. No, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. I appreciate you too as well. What's your shout outs, man? Uh, shout out everybody here. Yeah. Shout out ATS Pod fam. Appreciate always. you. Shout out fellow Jets fans. Sean doing his thing. Shout out my boy X, X O R Art Tattoo Facts. Artist, doing his thing Facts. all the time. Hit him up, and I'm gonna shout out what I'm doing with Pop Link. Uh, anybody who loves comic books, pop culture, we do all that. We always producing content all the time. Whatever you need is at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Everything can be found on IG, YouTube, uh, TikTok, all that on IG. Pop Link. And, you know, we're just trying to build a community, come together for what we love, man. Yo, where could you find this camera work, man? We shout y'all out, bro. Uh, so, Rachel, who's behind the camera, mm-hmm. you can find her at Created by Rachel V. Rose, but it's without, it's Rachel V. Rose without any syllable, or no vowels, without any vowels. So, yeah, um, I think, bro. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 For sure. And what about you, bro? Uh, you can find uh what I'm I'm doing on uh on Instagram. Also, uh twenty one ninety one is twenty spelled out number one. Ninety spelled out all number right, one. Right. So yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Go follow them. Camera work. They gonna get y'all right. Shout out to uh what I got. Shout out to New Era. New Era the label. 
sports. We we creating a new uh, division over there, and we're gonna we're gonna take over on that side as well. Shout out to All Things Sports Podcast, of course. Shout out my co-producer, Small Town EP, and all of Small Town as well. Three up, three down, as they say. Um, and then I wanted to say RIP to uh, Luke Knox. He passed away. He's Devin uh, Dawson Knox, brother from the Bills. He's a FIU football player. And he passed away today, so that was uh, pretty unfortunate. So uh, rest in peace there. And shout out to y'all for listening. So we out. Well, good luck, Ron. Cook up, fan fan. Yeah, I'm on pop. I can give a fuck about what you think. My money growing up, I should measure it. <laughs> the height of my potential ain't reaching yet. She like Martin, what you doing? I ignore the text. Cause she ain't talking money, she ain't saying shit. I'm at the age where my mind can see the differences between a bum ass bitch that's holding back the kid and fake niggas who call you bro who don't mean it. Swap, I don't say shit. I go about my business like a boss, yeah. Hold your instinct. I'm weaving all the comments they be tossing, yeah. Decisions, decisions. Should I take you back or focus on this mission? Shouldn't be a question what I'm feeling in this moment. I've been locked in since I separated from the business, but, but I know you want what we have once again. Feelings attached don't need that again. This is my world, I control it in the end. In the end. Yeah. Every day I wake up, gotta take my ass a shower, meditate for about an hour with a tent all in my bed. Just real lame. That shit is just dumb.